Uh, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. You big Happy bollocks. birthday. We were um, coming back from t- steak and cinema the other day, and um, my mate put just random birthday songs on in the car, and this is just a really creepy one of just a child. This game. Birthday cake. <laughs> birthday cake. <laughs> Wow. Um, the only birthday song I remember, besides Happy Birthday, is the fucking the like 80s one that they used to play on Pembrokeshire Radio in the morning on the way to college where they used to do the birthday call out and be like it's a happy birthday to you yeah the Stevie happy Wonder one yeah <laughs> that one it's like fucking hell that's burned into my fucking memories forever every morning every day happy birthday to you it's like today's wonder... birthday to the county it's like <laughs> gotta wonder at what point in your career as a musician you go like right what should we do now Let's re-write. Song? Yeah, let's rewrite Happy yeah, Birthday. Yeah, let's write a birthday song. <laughs> it's oh. not public domain, so make our own. I think, well, it, I mean, it is now. I think that's why it's kind of... Fo- Although there's that new... This is a really weird intro to the show. But like, <laughs> <laughs> there's a new one that's out that's like... um, It's like a fucking trap song or some shit. And it's just like fucking... It's my birthday. Like I do what I like. It's like... Oh, dear God. And it comes on, it comes on at work as well. I'm just like, oh my god! Oh, well, that's the one that's like, everybody is... listen, you gotta get some money. And it's like, uh... <laughs> it's the one that's like, it's my birthday, and I cry if I want to, die that... if I want to. It's like, die if you want to. Like, fuck, bad your birthday. So yeah, uh, music, I guess. <laughs> there we go. And then just put the birthday track over it. Birthday cake. (laughs) Birthday cake. This is gonna be. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna find that and I'm gonna send it to you because it's fucking terrifying. I'm gonna put that. That'll be the 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 music this week. Um, welcome to the Banff Report. He says with a big old stretch. Stretchy stretch. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Welcome, welcome to the Banff Report gang um this week we're talking dune <laughs> yes and we're gonna yes. we're gonna try and get to it as quickly as possible because it's very full of meaty goodness i'll say um, dense there's been some news as there What's some the rather news? Um, there's some rather fucking tragic news alec baldwin on the set of uh, his latest movie he done fucking, killed someone he killed someone and it's just like just absolutely insane in a proper like the crow-esque flashback of just the prop gun had a live round in it for some reason because yeah. like maybe don't make prop guns that can fire live rounds live... yeah and it's just like brought up this whole um there's people kicking off all over the internet and i was saying like well um who's there's a movie director who did ah the guy who does the boys has said he's not using any real guns anymore full stop everything's going to be vfx from now on 
It's going to be prop yeah. guns with VFX, airsoft guns maybe, but nothing deadly, which is the way it should really be because like you don't need real guns on a set. Blanks, no. you know. And I mean, to be fair, two fatal incidents in like 30 years is pretty good statistics. But guns are designed for one thing and that's killing people efficiently. So like prop or not, you're just asking for trouble and um it's weird when we're in an era where like you know you can get really high quality replica merchandise that isn't a functioning weapon yet they insist on using ones i can fire rounds because they're like i should have had blanks in it it's like well okay yeah fine it should have had blanks in it but we're surely we're at a point point technologically by now where you don't need a real gun thing and like you know when you hear a blank go off when you hear a gunshot in a film you're not hearing that prop gun. No, it's a. They're putting a sound effect in. Yeah, so and they're tweaking what? and they're tweaking muzzle flashes anyway because. Yeah. Yeah. So all like, Dumb so it. there's just a constant. There's an argument going on um, because sad, one, the director of photography lost her life, and the director and the um, cameraman, I think, no, director of photography and the director on the, set. Yeah, the cinematographer and the director. That's she got cinematographer. In. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so DOP lost her life, and the the other person is wounded, but stable director. But yeah. um, Alec Baldwin's kind of like in a mess because, of course, he would be because he's just murdered someone. Um, yeah. But the, it's come out that like the reason why. Well, first of all, everyone's saying why is there live rounds on sex? It shouldn't be live rounds have no business on a movie set. Full stop. Which is true. Um, <clears throat> and two. The, the the reason why this happened, they're saying, is just gross negligence because the, the the all of the prop weapon team that were on the on the film walked out. Mm. That the union guys, because they were like, "Look, this movie set is unsafe. The standards are unsafe. There's no oh, wow. we we haven't been paid in like two weeks. Like we're we're leaving. We're we're walking off." And they got a. They got four non-union prop people in that day, and that's the oh. day. Yeah, so there's a big uproar, righteously so, of like... Because, like, you see behind the scenes all the time, and, like, movie sets, like, fucking, they lock that shit down, which is the way it should be. But, like we said just now, there's no need for it. Because, all right, no. VFX muzzle flashes when they look shit do look shit, but I don't care. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And it's like oh. a fraction of a second you see that flash. Yeah. It's like I don't, I don't and really like, care. It doesn't inform my enjoyment. John of the Wick, John Wick is all, is all VFX muzzle flashes. And the reason why they do it so well because the Corridor Crew did a video on it and they said the reason why that looks good is because it's not, it's not like a flash every time a bullet fires. It's because yeah. muzzle flashes fire at a rate that sometimes the shutter speed of a camera won't catch, so you won't catch constant flashes, and like. And because of the way he handles his gun, there's no, like, you're not kind of going bang, bang, and doing, like, mad fucking Clint Eastwood recall. It's recall. It's all, like, close. and it, Like, you're not losing too much on the on the feedback kind of side to it, so it doesn't look too fake. Yeah. But, yeah, um, the, 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 the director for The Boys said he's going forward, calling everyone in the movie industry to be like, no, we're not using real guns anymore. We're going to use Airsoft and VFX. Because Airsoft guns have a bit of blowback, like... So you, you get a bit of feedback as the person using it, so it sells yeah. it better. 
and if you put an LED on the end, that will create the flash mm. on set, and then you just add a muzzle flash after, or you just tweak it after because you know we live in a gen in a world where fucking we can build entire worlds for the Avengers. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Spend a month getting muzzle flashes right for the industry. You know what I mean? <laughs> So yeah, that's super fucked up, tragic, another kind of loss of life that was just unnecessary, but, you know, um, that's the biggest thing. Happy birthday to... Yeah, happy birthday, Um, The other big news, I've heard that Warner Brothers have basically said, yes, June will be getting part two. They haven't formally announced it. They've said that it's... Eluded. Yeah, they've kind of gone gone out and said, like, it's very likely to happen but um because it's doing good it's doing good it's done good anyway because it's made a bit of money internationally but like a lot of eyes are on it there's people seeing it just because like people are talking about it which is good um what else has happened this week let me uh scroll i should prepare this kids for planning planning but we had all the Oh, did did all the DC fandoms. Oh, we can talk like more because week. we didn't really go into like did you see the Batman trailer? I did see the Batman trailer. That dope ass fucking trailer, isn't it? It was like, very good. I still refuse to believe that that's Colin Farrell. It I know, I know, you right? You can't like, convince me. You cannot convince me that is not Colin Farrell. It's another guy. <laughs> no. He looks it's not like it looks really good. Like Batman, like I'm usually an easy sell on Batman regardless. Like No. I mean, a Batfleck. I was a bit like I was a bit upset at, at the initial out on the outset because it looked like um, more so because it was Zack Snyder less so than it was Ben Affleck. But like Robert Robat Battenbat, as is Robert as the moniker goes, just it seems really good and it's super like and it's it's like grounded more so than even Batman Begins. Like Batman Begins was grounded, but it still had. A secret order of ninjas and weird technology and a tank <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean whereas like he's literally driving around in a fucking muscle car with a souped engine and armor playing <laughs> you know what i mean like and he just i don't know he's selling it really well i think the stunt choreography is really good in like the little fights and stuff he's doing the little the taser in his glove are such an awesome like that was cool that's that's it's a very Batman thing to do. Yeah, because, like, it just, like, again, because he's all about fear, just the concept of, like, just being touched by him could, like... Yeah, that's a great fucking thing, like... Yeah. Um, and uh, not Colin Farrell as the Penguin looks like that that bit in the trailer where he's like, I got you! Ah, I got you! And then the car just goes... For the fighter, and he's just like, oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> 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 you know? It's just really... Really, really good stuff. Uh, Paul Dano's Riddler seems delightfully sinister. Like, yeah, did you? Did you yeah, see with his gimp mask. <laughs> yeah, but you know the thing on, uh, you know, where, like there's that scene where he's arresting the coffee shop and he's got like the question mark on it, it's, yeah, like it's laughing or what have yeah. you. And like <laughs> the, uh, you know, where Auntie Donna's big old house of fun, the Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Their account was like did like a tw- like a ten hour like tweet rant. <laughs> about like being obsessed with the riddler's coffee like oh can you just put like a question mark in my coffee please i'll have one to drink and then can you just have another one i'm just gonna leave it there because the police are gonna arrest me in a little bit so just you know because i mean there's no way he didn't it's gotta be fresh to do it yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) it's like 
I fucking love Annie Donna. Annie Donna, like legit. Well, yeah, on a a bit of a tangent, I had like um, a mate around last night and he hadn't seen it. So I was like, well, what's the first sketch? Because this is what got me in with the everything's (laughs) a drum thing. And then we just ended up watching the whole episode because it's amazing. It's so good. That first episode of theirs is great. That's that's. I mean, I think more people should watch that because like they're good. Their YouTube stuff as well is really funny. I think I've shared before that there's a sketch called um, like it's called like cheese or something like more like a cheese board thing where like Broden brings out this like this whole like cheese board and it's like oh don't got a good dinner going lads don't fill up on cheese all right don't fill up and it's like oh yeah and it cuts back it's like dinner's almost up it's like. I don't. I don't think I've got room. I, I've filled up on cheese, <laughs> and then he just goes really like super sinister, and it's like oh, I filled filled up on cheese today, but I, I distinctly said not not to fill up on cheese. It's like oh, even at the craft singles, I left them out as a joke, <laughs> and he just gets super super sinister, and it it just it plays out really fucking well. Um, but yeah, that one trailer looks sick. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I watched the Black Adam thing, and I was just like, yeah. "I guess, I guess, you know." It's, yeah, nobody cares anymore. It's been like I ten just, years I, since it was it's announced. So fuck it, it's so late. Like, and like they announced it before Shazam had even come out, and now we're getting two Shazam movies before, which like it worked, yeah. it worked out, but like somehow. But yeah, he just like all right. It's like yeah, you're gonna you've never seen anything disrupt the power structure of the DC universe like me. And it's just like, all right, mate, cool. Yeah. yeah. Nobody, there isn't a power structure anymore. Like yeah, they're not no, making any more mess. Superman films. <laughs> like yeah. the whole point when that was announced was that like, he's going to go toe to toe with, with Henry Cavill's Henry Cavill, um, yeah. Superman. But like, it's gone on for so long now. He's now left DC <laughs> and doing his own thing. And so, well, that's never oh. going to happen. It's like, oh, you're going to disrupt the power sort of structures. Like, there, there isn't. You are, there isn't yeah, one. there isn't one. Like, you, you're going to yeah. do catch the Flash, and he's like, uh, you know what I mean? This movie yeah. is on a thin ice. <laughs> you know I mean? um, you're going to create it. I mean, Wonder Woman still kicking about. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, for somebody it, on level. Yeah, but after eighty four, I think they might. I think they might just be done with this whole Snyderverse, and they're just they might. I think, I think the Flash. They've re. I think that the reason why it's been delayed so much is because they're relaunching it in a way so that it re that does a new fifty two and like resets the universe because it's Flashpoint. So like, they oh, can yeah, change. They, they can change a bunch of stuff and say, oh, the Flash movies rebooted the universe, and like, they'll fold in things. Batman and maybe maybe fucking the f- fucking Joker, which I hope not because I don't want any more of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that was a good standalone film, a Joker film. You didn't need it. Just it was just like it, it yeah. worked well because it wasn't tied into anything. Yeah, and it ended fine. And like I didn't like the way it ended, but like yeah, it no. was just 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 let it be. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So. That's a thing. I watched. I watched the Flash trailer again. That looks really good. Like good in a sense that I'm. Re- I'm intrigued. You know what I mean? The suit looks yeah. cool. I want to see Michael Keaton back as Batman. That would be awesome. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the Eternals is making news because they have to talk about it because it's coming out soon. Um, 
Uh, News and what sense is it just press stuff? Yeah, it's just like the director's oh, right. going out saying like, "Oh, I made Disney make sure that they didn't censor my like gay superheroes," and like it's going to have the first gay scene in it. It's also got the most diverse cast, you know, and all these. Oh things. yeah, and oh that's it. They said they were going to try and fight to keep it all uncut yeah. for foreign markets. It's like mm, good luck in China. Yeah, yeah, just don't release it in China then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like um, the biggest movie, but they've already said that they don't want to. They're probably not going to show it because um, Chloe Zhao said something very oh, anti-Chinese government. Chinese government, yeah. Um, which you know, fair enough. But uh, yeah, they said, "Well, fine, we'll show you if I can film then." So like, eh, all right, yeah, and um, they'll yeah. still make fucking a billion dollars because it's Marvel. Uh, the Marvel's Avengers game for the PS4 and PS5. Oh, it's still a thing. They released the skin for Captain America. Guess the skin. You'll never get it. It's not skin a movie skin. They released a skin, you know, like a costume. Yeah. Or like a US agent one or something like that. Oh. From Falcon Soldier. Way, get way, way out there. My Little Pony. <laughs> eh. They released, they released Werewolf Captain America as a skin. <laughs> from the very, from the infamously famous meme comic of Captain America's a werewolf now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's just Cap Wolf. You can buy that skin in that game now for reasons. Um, yeah, uh, I think that's pretty much about it, really. Uh, that it's I not really about. much. I, wa- I watched the, uh, the trailers for the two new DC games, like the Gotham Knights and the Suicide Squad. I haven't one. seen them yet because I but haven't... I haven't seen any sort of like gameplay stuff to get me excited for because I think because the Rocksteady one is um Suicide Squad That's one. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, yeah. Gotham Knights and, and I... Warner Brothers Montreal. Oh is it oh the ones behind the bad Batman game. Mm. The Origins. the so so the so so Batman game. Yeah. Mediocre. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't any gameplay for any of it, see, so I'm not excited well, about it at all. There is, it's like... there is about t- 10 minutes of gameplay footage out there for Gotham Knights, but it looks very by the numbers, kind of like four player. Just it looks that looks like the Marvel Avengers version of Batman, where it's like uh, play co op, scale a building, do a thing, you know, to kill the bad no, guys. I don't want to play with the, anybody. Don't yeah. like playing with people. That's it why seems... like, the original Arkham games were amazing because they were just single awesome thirty-hour, twenty to thirty-hour single player. I think the the Suicide Squad Killer Justice League apparently that trailer's all in engine, so it's the way that's the way it's sh- it, that's the way it can look. It won't look that yeah. way. It won't look that that good when it plays, but it'll look good. Um, but yeah, the gameplay of it is still up up for debate. I think they're keeping it very quiet about the whole like it's four players and it's online and sh- games of service. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, can, can we not? Can it's we like if you're not? keeping quiet about that, maybe just don't do it in the first place. Because yeah. yeah. you think it's going to upset people, which it is. Because I mean, most hardcore <clears> gamers <throat> now, like, well, I say hardcore gamers. I'm not really into the whole gaming sort of community or anything like that. But everybody I know plays computer games. They don't want to play with anybody. Like, Unless you, know you play I mean? Call it's... of Duty or FIFA, you don't really play online. That's what I've yeah. noticed. And like... they just historically don't work. Look what happened to Anthem. Yeah. Like, that was a brilliant idea. So, like, Bioware, mech suits. Oh, it just that wasn't in. executed very well, though, I think. 
and it was clunky as fuck. I played like the, the beta and I was there, like, this is genuinely awful. And then it was live service. I was like, oh, that's it for me. I'm not going to. It was it was balanced like shit as well. But um, I, I'm interested in the Rocksteady one because I have faith in the studio. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the Gotham Knights one, I'm like, no. One, it's <laughs> there's no Batman in it, which is fine. But like the only character I want to play is Nightwing and his like special ability is a bit shit. So it's like, uh no, and they've all got special. It's destiny, but in you know that kind of thing, I'm like, oh, well, like, I don't. It's annoying because that's the one that's kind of the sequel to Arkham well, Knight. because it, it's like set in a world after Batman. Well, they haven't they get, said that. Died at the end of thingy. I would assume that they were just. They, they haven't you know. actually come out and said it's the same universe. They've said that Batman is dead, but but. They're doing Court of Owls, so Batman's not actually probably dead. He's probably faked his own death to infiltrate the Court of Owls, so he's not yeah. really dead. And they keep going, Batman's dead! And it's like, you've said it enough times now for me to think he's not dead, it's just going to be a story <laughs> thing, you know? And it's just like... But the powers in it look a bit shit, like um, Tim Drake can teleport, and I think it's Tim Drake, it might be Jason Todd, who knows. Uh, Batgirl has Oracle who can do stuff, and it's just like, I don't Care. I don't want to play. Like, like I said, it's four players. Like, I just, I'm gonna play that on my own for the most part. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm probably gonna play Nightwing. So I'm not gonna see any other character stuff because unless I'm forced to. Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. I'll play that because I want. I want to know the story because it looks neat. Because it's like all the, like Wonder Woman seems to be the only person so far they've shown that's unaffected by the Brainiac mind control thing i'm hoping it doesn't lean too far into like kill a bunch of brainiac drones because that's marvel avengers again of like kill robots push a button end of mission i was like ugh. (laughs) but we'll see i mean i've reserved my judgment until i actually see it you know what i mean because at the moment i haven't really seen either like you said um the rockstar have announced that they've remade re remastered GTA 3 Vice City in San Andreas. Oh, really? And they're releasing it for 70 quid. (laughs) Yeah. And to be extra shitty, they delisted the games that they had or the the HD versions of the games they had already from all stores. So you can't buy them now. You have to buy the remakes. Oh, that's shitty. Yeah, and like you could get that bundle for like a tenner. And it were and it was the original games, warts and all. So like the controls were fucking trash, and it looked a bit rough. But like they've remade this now, they've remastered it, and they've cleaned up all of the the textures, everything. Yeah. Like they've, it's like made in an engine now, but everything looks like a toy, and it looks weird. Like some of the buildings yeah. and stuff look good, but the characters look like. They are a Toy Story. They just look really plasticky and weird. But um, I was talking like next month. Yeah, and it just looks. You see, you see the the images of what I mean. They just look a bit. I will now. Like, the worlds look great. The maps look fucking amazing. But when you are they like full full remasters then? Where they've just yeah gone, like, from the ground up. Like they've map. like remastered it all. Um, changed the controls so they they it's the same kind of controls as five, which is good. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but um. Yeah. yeah, it just. Oh god, yeah. I want it. It. Yeah, they look odd, don't they? Like Tommy Gassetti yeah. from Vice City just looks straight up like, ugh. Like, 
I don't like no likey me no likey <laughs> yeah even the scenery and stuff though it's like it looks like Playmobil yeah it does look like Lego <laughs> I mean that car I mean you've made it look shiny but it's still a big square block on wheels yeah doesn't like uh, they, yeah if they were gonna do it they should have just gone like let's take these ass like these the framework and rebuild it in Five's engine and like the characters. that's Final Fantasy 7 remake that shit yeah especially for the fucking seventy dollar price tag it's like. No, I'm not. I'm yeah, not, no, I'm not, I'm not interested in that at all. I like Vice I mean, City and San Andreas and three, but I ain't fucking paying that much for it. Not. Yeah, not I I didn't bother with three. Um, I started playing it on my phone randomly because they released all the GTA, so you could actually like play them on your phone. Mm. And it just my phone just got really really hot, and I was there like, okay, this isn't customized for like GTAing, yeah, sort of thing. So I didn't bother. But yeah, like San Andreas was the only one I absolutely loved because that's brought in the whole sort of like turf war sort yeah, of interesting mechanic, mechanics which was quite fun um and it was the one where you first got kind of like full a um, big freedom yeah. i found in terms of stuff you could do like having a fucking jetpack in it and yeah flying fighter jets because like vice city was good because it was the one that kind of pushed it broke, even further pushed, it's like broke it's they they flying found... helicopters and everything else yeah. and then yeah but man that's that Nah, that's weird. That's ridiculous. I'll pick it up uh, when it inevitably hits a sale in two years or something, or it gets comes to Game Pass or some shit. I'll go. Oh, I'll play it on that. But um, yeah, yeah. But other than that, then, uh, I think that's pretty much it. Anything big that's happened? I mean, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, there's no DC news. There's no Marvel news. Games. Nothing really huge has come out gaming wise. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy by Square Enix is released this weekend, but. I'm not playing it because I'm just like I'm going to see what people say about it first. Um, yeah, because that's another random one as well, isn't it? And it looks quite good and maybe fun, but yeah, I'm not, I don't trust them. Like, you know what I mean, <laughs> no, because they're they're, lean, they're leaning quite heavily on it. it's a single player thing. Don't worry, we're not Avengersing this mm. this stuff. But it's like, yeah, but I mean, like with that, I mean, you only play as Peter Quill as well. You don't play as any of the other Guardians. It yeah. seems like a missed opportunity for like interesting game mechanics and stuff, especially with Groot. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it seems a bit weird. Seems a bit weird. But I'll see. I mean, I, I don't bump into the character design on it at all. Oh, I God, no. I just don't trust. can't get Chris Pratt, but Marvel games haven't been good for a very, very, very long time. Yeah, Apart like from the Spider-Man. Lego Marvel games. And Spider-Man, and that's been it. And really. Spider-Man, yeah. There's one. I'm, but, like, yeah, the general Marvel games. The Spider-Man games have always been consistently up and down. Yeah. Like, you get your highs and your lows. You'll get good games out of there now. And some that are right, like... um. Oh, what was that one that was on the Xbox that I really liked? Um, Spider-Man where... 3, was it? No, no, no. It was very comic book based. And it was... Ultimate Spider-Man. No, not that one. That one was all right. Cause that one's based on the Bendis comics that came yeah, out. Yeah, I like that one. I got that I one Around the same too. thing. I really like it. But that. no, it was the one where um, symbiote's involved and like decisions that you make. Oh, you, can, um, like, you go either good shadows? or bad. I think oh, it's Web of Shadows. Does it have Wolverine but, in it? Yes, and you Web, get the chance. And it's Web of Shadows. Yeah. yeah, Web of Shadows. I love that game because like, they also kind of brought in like Moon Knight as well as like a companion and like Black Cat, and they kind of led quite heavily into sort of the weirder, kind of not sort of like so much straightforward. So like yeah. putting Moon Knight in a game was like it's not even particularly <laughs> popular at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Like I love the Moon Knight comics, but I was there like, oh, this is awesome. But yeah, it was very like, you know, 
your choices affect like the end of the game and it was quite dark for a spider-man game and that was the one at the time that they'd gotten closest to the web swinging mechanics of two yeah on the ps2 so that one's really good everything after is like the shattered dimensions one i never played I apparently played... weirdly linear yeah like, not much the same way. it was lots of um, time as well lots of flying through corridors and it's like it's not what I want to do with Spider-Man. I don't want to no. run through corridors. You know what I mean? Fun, fun stories, but just like you said, super linear, super like climbing up. You just felt like I think the whole game of that is inside a building, and it's just like, ugh. yeah, that's you know weird. Because I mean? it's like because you played through all the movie time games recently, didn't you? I say recently, a couple of years ago. <clears throat> oh, you did Iron yeah. Man and Thor I and played... all those sort of weird. Yeah, ones. I played. Because they don't really um... do movie time games anymore. Iron Man, I am the first Iron Man game on the 360 wasn't terrible. It played okay, and they had a re- the, the the voices in it were, you know, not awful. I think they had Tony Stark. Uh, Tony Stark, fuck, that that says everything, really, doesn't it? They yeah. had <laughs> they had uh, Robbie Downey Jr. in for the first game, I think, and they got a voice alike for the second one. Um, yeah, Thor's game is just the gameplay loop is just shit because it is just like the combat isn't really wasn't really designed very well but like they had the full cast of chris hemsworth and oh, wow. the whole the whole shebang the only good one out of those movie tying games i think that is good is the captain america game because right. <clears throat> it had an interesting story because it was all world war Two, and it was all it was the adventures of captain america and, and the barnes brigade through like the howling commandos i should say like all through world yeah. war Two. In that yeah. montage sort of it, thing, yeah, like what they were doing between point A and point B. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Um, and the fucking combat was amazing because like they had the shield dynamics nailed in really well, and like the hand to hand was good, and you could just you could ricochet the shield about and stuff. It was really cool, and like the story was fun. Although it introduced things like like it's clearly not canon because Arnim Zola appears in that game and. Captain America sees him for the first time in Winter Soldier, and it's just like, uh, yeah. and he is proper like big robot facing a TV. <laughs> you know what I mean? Full crying. So, yeah, for he went, he's full crying in that game, but it's fun. Bit long, but that one is actually pretty fun. And again, they had the entire cast in. They had Chris Evans, fucking Haley Atwell. I think Tommy Lee Jones is even in it. And like it's that's oh, wow. insane to me. Like, how the fuck did they just afford it? One afford afford to get him in, and two make him do it. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, they're not they're not terrible. But you are right. Marvel games are just up and down. Lego gets away with it because it's just it's just Lego, and they just yeah. they're their own thing. And um, the Insomniac Spider Man games. I think Insomniac are the only guys that are getting it right because they do hyper focus on what the characters need to feel like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even even between Spider-Man and Miles Morales, like, Miles Morales feels like a different Spider-Man than Peter Parker does. Yeah, when you they've, play got them, they've got characters where it kind of keys into the mechanics quite well. It's something yeah. a bit different. It's something fun to do. And, like, the traversal mechanics, it's not necessarily <laughs> press button to go there. There is, like, a skill to it yeah. as well, which yeah, is really is. rewarding. You like, I get never use fast. fast travel. Yeah, no. I never used the fast travel in that game. And I just sort of like, I, I think I did once on the PS5 just to see the loading speed. Below times, yeah. Because <laughs> it was like, bang, oh, I know. You didn't even get to see him on the subway. I was there like, yeah. oh, it's just like instant teleportation. But yeah, um, yeah I was like, oh, fuck, I've got to get from one end of Manhattan to the other. Oh, well. Just go down that avenue there. Yeah, away yeah. I go. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do it by road skimming the entire way if I can. I love road then, skimming. That's my favorite yeah. web swinging. 
Yeah. Or try and bounce off as many buildings as you can with a little zip yeah. point somersault stuff oh, and just try and it's get really there. Good. But, but this um, thing, there's no other characters where you've got those sort of like intru- uh, yeah, interesting like, resources. I'd be interested to see how Logan comes across in the Wolverine game because like they they ha- they're going to have to make that game super linear because it's going to be a brawler. It'll be a straightforward yeah. sort of brawler isn't cool. Maybe you have to climb some walls with like your claws or something yeah. like that yeah. or like destroy things in the scenery to get ahead or have you kind stuff. of bring in a bit of a puzzle aspect like that way but like, all yeah, I want from it is be. a straightforward brawler. I don't want yeah, it to be same. big or open world. Just a good story like Arkham. Yeah, and away yeah you go. that's exactly the way to do it. I think is the Arkham games. I think that's the best way to do it. Have them as have a have a have a have like a set piece area, but make it like big enough to get around because he can yeah. jump. I mean, in the comics, he can leap. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, you know, he can get he can get some height. I mean, he can grab onto fucking anything. So it would be interesting, but yeah, yeah that's just make the game. Weapon X facility like massive, or something yeah. like that, yeah. where it's like uh, going back to his past or something. So, the X Men, the X Men Origins game was pretty fun. Again, a bit too long. The game, the film is terrible that it's based off, but the actual gameplay of that game is incredible, and it's super like violent. <laughs> yeah, I remember like, that. They super went all violent. Out with the blood and stuff, and like when he gets shot, like, oh, you can oh, see no. all of his fucking like skin being tore off, and you kind of you can see it regenerate and things. It's really cool. That's cool. Yeah. But anyway, that's a weird. Like full tangent. Uh yeah, so Guardians of the Galaxy, I will talk about it maybe I don't know, we'll see. Um, in a few weeks. So see how it lands, see how it reviews. I don't I think I've only seen a little bit of gameplay for it. Yeah. But not so much how I've seen shots of gameplay, but not how that works from a controller plays. point of yeah. view, yeah. So or what the loop's gonna be like. Yeah. Because I'd want key. there to be I'd want there to be a spaceship mission. Yeah. Like you've got this big game in space. I want to take Fly control of Milano at some point and have a couple of cool sort of like because I love that sort of shit anyway yeah. so just a little thing like that would be quite cool but yeah I don't know it, it still feels so random that they've done it yeah especially so it soon after like Avengers as well because the yeah. Avengers only came out like two years ago and they've just kind of gone Guardians of the Galaxy we've got, we've done this quick and it's like oh I'm not confident in that no. <laughs> you know it I mean? looks pretty it looks very pretty yeah. with the colours yeah. and stuff for HDRness but hmm I yeah, I just don't trust. Like Square are very Square are very like up and down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even within like franchises that are popular, like to the Tomb Raider franchise, like the first one's great, second one's really good, the third one is shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just like ugh, it's just like this dynamic that's constantly like even Final Fantasy kind of go Final Fantasy seven, Final Fantasy eight, Final Fantasy nine, Final Fantasy ten, Final Fantasy ten two. Ugh, Final Fantasy. <laughs> Final Fantasy 11, 12. that was the online. Yeah, it's like Final Fantasy 13. Yeah, it's like Final Fantasy 12. Down. Oh, Final Fantasy 13. Ugh. Final Fantasy 13, too. And it's like, it's just uh, so just wild. So, yeah, you just. I don't know. Um, but let's get into what we've been up to. Uh, I know. Oh, did we talk yeah, about the entire trailer? Oh, fuck! Yes! News! That's pretty big. Closing the Are sun you... away from my big you've fat city fakes. Um, Uncharted movie released a trailer and it looks totally generic (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, it's I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not put off by it you know what I mean it looks like it's doing enough yeah but like nobody's breaking any new ground in that movie I'm not 
I, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but I'm not paid to go to the cinema to see it. That's the thing. I am. Yeah. I will watch it on Netflix <laughs> in like yeah. a year or two. Like, yeah, I'm like in no um, rush. And it's Sony as well, so it won't even come to like a day in a forty-five day window for anything because it's they don't have their own platform. Um, uh, of course, yeah. Like, I mean, so they say. I mean, apparently there was some European trial in like the Czech Republic of some weird playstation video rolled in with your playstation plus so i don't know what that was um about six months ago which just because uh, they advertised it as playstation studios didn't they which is yeah. quite interesting yeah when that came true. up i was like um, but yeah like tom holland is nathan drake in uh looking about 14 as he does yeah uh, but he's he's fine he's he, he makes a couple of jokes he seems actiony enough to sell the part um, it was a bit, not... Tom Holland is Tom Holland, though. Yeah. That was my criticism. It's like, yeah. I can't see him as anything. It's not anything... so much that he's not anything but Spider-Man, but Nathan Drake is a very specific sort of like character type, like a yeah. scoundrel, and I didn't get much scoundreliness I from think... him, you know? I know he's young, but still. The way, I think the way that they've, they're, 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 they're being smart with the way they're doing the movie, where like, they're kind of like cherry-picking things from the series but not doing anything explicitly from the series. Like, it's very much uh, a... It's very uh, much a movie. The cargo plane thing from 3. Yeah, that's definitely from... Like, that's what I mean. Like, they've picked set pieces. Like, the cargo plane is directly ripped from 3. And I think for the story they're doing, that makes sense. Because there's no... Like, I'd, I'd argue that the train sequence from 2 is better. But yeah, when, you're doing, when you're doing Magellan, you can't really do... Shangri-La in the Tibetan mountains. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. So, like, um, like I say, they're they're doing a Magellan story which hasn't been touched in the games. They've they're folding in like pirates. Nathan, yeah, Nathan's brother is a failed fortune hunter, which is kind of what four was ish. But it seems yeah. like he's dead in this. I'm not really sure. It's kind of up in limbo. It's very um. The first time that Drake and Sully have met each other, kind of movie, but which is what I think that was three. Three introduced. Yeah, like, we did flashbacks in three. Flashback. Like how they met. Yeah. Um, they're doing the heist from four. You know what I mean? That they they, yeah. they they've been very smart to be like these these are memorable moments. Let's kind of write a story that folds this kind of stuff in. Mark Wahlberg, like. He should have the mustache. He looks great yeah, with it. Really just, you know, it's really annoying that he doesn't have it, but you know, it, he seems to be unlike a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, I think he will. I think th- at the moment it's just like you only see him really in the uh, like the trailers. It's them doing the heist and they're all tuxedoed up, and then there's a couple yeah. of shots. So maybe he'll be in the shirt. But that was coffee. another Mark Wahlberg is Mark Wahlberg thing because I was yeah. like the the if you'd have put just the mustache on him, I'd have been like, yeah, that would have been sold. I, exactly. I can get over the Wahlberg because that's Wahlberg, Sully though. Wahlberg like he's face. just like he's a bit of a prick. He busts yeah. your balls. Oh yeah, and Mark Wahlberg can do that. He can like bust a couple of balls and just be like, ah, whatever, kid. You know what I mean? And that's yeah, fine. Just stick a mustache on him. But put him. He should just had the fucking mustache, man. That's so fucking. It's like it's, it sounds so petty, but like. You know, it's just the small, well, no, it's the small like, things. It's the small based, things. He's based quite heavily in the games off the look of like Magnum PI, who again yeah, he's like a, is he's like a De Niro. mustache. Yeah. So it's like you have to have absolutely. that. It's like yeah. absolutely. There's a big cigar and the mustache and the Hawaiian shirt. That's Sully. You know what I mean? Imagine if Tom Tom Selleck could have been Sully. Yeah. Now I'm angry. 
Now I'm angry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, man. Um, well, I wonder yeah. originally did audition for... He was in the running to actually be Nathan Drake. Nathan one Drake, yeah, and then he aged out the part, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it took him 10 years so to make the movie. Same um, with Nathan Fillion as well, where he finally did that really cool sort of like thing that like he just shot by film. himself. Yeah. Which was awesome, but it was like, yeah, you, you look a bit old. That's why I'm too that's, old. That's why I'm fine with like Tom Holland, because like realistically, who else would you have got? Like Chris Evans would have been good, but you know, he's like, too I mean, massive. Oh yeah, no, yeah, he's too. But you know what I mean? But like, but you know, Drake's taller than Sully anyway. You know what I mean? And yeah. he could have done it, but he's too expensive to afford, like you say. I mean, anyone big, really, that anyone would think of is too big now. So, like, Chris, Chris Pratt, Pine. Chris Pine could have done it, yeah. Yeah, he um, would have been quite good. He's got that sort of element to him. It's a bit of scandal. You know, one of the Chris's, at least. Chris Hemsworth could have done it, but again, massive star. You know what I mean? Ma- and massive in terms a of just person. body mass, because he's bolting <laughs> yeah. up for the Hulk Hogan. Yeah, um, exactly. Well, That's why he's, yeah. And he's just fucking he's huge. huge, with but tiny legs. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm, I'm fine with it. I think because of the way they're doing the story, and it's very much like a um, Tom Holland is me- meant to be like in his twenties, rather than Drake in like Uncharted Two, who's or one who's like in his late twenties, early thirties. Um, yeah, it'll be fine. If I, it I'm brings back that. like, go on. Yeah, if if it brings back like the sort of genre of the sort Indiana of adventure films. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd be up for that because you know the last thing that we had that was close to that uh, weirdly was probably Pirates of the Caribbean, like the first one in terms national, of sort of like National Treasure. Is... Oh, National Treasure! Those, those two that. movies, right? People sleep on those movies, and they are fucking great. They yeah, are just great fun. little adventure movies. Two's not as good as one, but like the concept of one is just. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. It's like, I mean, what? Fuck, you can't top that. Yeah. <laughs> um, do yeah, definitely. Like, a tre- like Tomb Raider kind of tried to do it, but, like, Tomb Raider as a game and as a film series just gets a bit... gets a bit too, like... They le- when it leans too mystical, it kind of loses its way. Same for yeah. Uncharted. When Uncharted's like, oh, we can't let the treasure of El Dorado fall into the wrong hands because zombies... And we can't let the weird Shangri-La goo fall into the wrong hands because it makes you crazy. And it's yeah. Like, yeah, you know. Was, well, that kind of made sense because, like, in the first Uncharted, yeah, it was weird when all of a sudden it was like, and now, and now the Nazi zombies. zombies. It's like, okay. <laughs> and in the second one, when you thought they were going to do that, it's like, why am I fighting, like, gin and yeah. weird sort of genie demons? And it turns out you were just on psychoactive drugs. And it's like, okay, that's fair enough. That kind of tracks. And then by third, they just kind of abandoned that altogether. And so I think like, what was just... third? What what was the fucking thing? In it was the one in the desert. I can't remember what what the, the whole thing was. Thing yeah. was because the fourth one was like going fourth out one to was just pirate, pirate was just gold. Pirate gold, and that one is the best one because there's no real, there's no like the stakes in it are just is literally it's like someone asks this question on Facebook in a group of men. It's like what is the goal in four? And it's like it's literally for glory. Like Sam is bullied into Sam Drake, Nathan's brothers, bullied into finding this gold because a Colombian drug lord is threatening him with his life. <laughs> yeah, and it's literally like the reason why, like the very the very end fight, spoilers for Chapter Four, Drake isn't fighting for the gold. He's you spend that the first half of that fight parrying, trying to talk the other guy down, but he's just gone 
gold crazy and he's like smaug and he's like i must have my name in the history books and it yeah. just turns into a fight for their lives essentially but this, it's literally all for glory um so yeah should be good they're bringing in a lot of the good um good a lot of characters in it like nadine is in it and you know from lost legacy and things like that so it should be pretty good not well it should be okay but like it's a video game it's not really okay yeah it's a video game movie it could go either fucking way <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, like it doesn't look inherently bad like there's nothing in it where you sort of go Ooh, yeah exactly no. it's just like is it's it... not knocking any socks off but it's not yeah you know you see more missed opportunities in it than you do outright misses failures. yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah it, anyway, it's very um, no mustache I'm going to quickly blitz through what I've done this week because we're going to get to what Dan's done this week and then we're going to spend the last 45 minutes hopefully talking about Dune. Um, this week I've played Fallout. Yeah, fine. Uh, my PS5 still hasn't come back to me and I'm really oh, sad no. about that. Yeah, I'm just like, am I getting this back? Because Royal Mail said it's been delivered but their tracking website, which to be fair, the woman said is balked and isn't working properly. They uh, st- it still didn't say on their website that they've received it and I'm like, you have don't lose my ps5 (laughs) you know um you can't get them in the wild anymore (laughs) yeah uh but it is covered for loss but not damage so they said if it's lost we'll send you a new one it's it's covered for that but they're like damaged no (laughs) yeah but they said if it gets damaged in transit they can't they're not gonna do and fix any damage that comes through that way which is weird it's like just fucking whatever but um I think it's so that you can't just send them a snapped PS5 and be like, oh, I got broken the post. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I've been playing Metroid Dread. I meant to say this last week. It's good. If you like Metroid, it's one. Of, it's probably, arguably, the best Metroid since Super Metroid on the Super Nintendo. The right. only downside to it is it's hard as balls. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it is like... Because there's the MacGuffin in it is you land crash land on this planet and like there's these robots that have been overtaken by this thing and like you have to get a special power to kill them. So for until you get that you have to kind of like play this game of cat and mouse where like you have to hide from them and stuff. And like it's fine, but that gets really frustrating when you go into a door, get stuck in a corner, get killed, instantly killed, and then you load in. The checkpoint's really good though, so like yeah like it saves right like they have zones where they're called emmy zones where that's where they run around and it saves like it saves the game when you enter that zone so if you die you just get put back to when you entered that door so it's okay not awful but it's still just like oh fuck oh fuck and the load times aren't bad but they aren't great (laughs) you know um yeah it's not quite there on processing power yet is it i mean i'm I'm playing it. The PS5. I'm playing it in another way, but. Oh right, okay, there we go. <laughs> Don't tell Nintendo. <laughs> um, looks great, plays great. It's a bit. The controls in it are fucking awkward. Like there's a thing called a spine, a shine spark, where it's like when you get a bunch of speed, you get a speed boost, and then you can press a certain co- button combination, and then like you have like a super jump. But right to do it, it's like okay. I've got to have an unrestricted set of movement so I can get my speed boost. Okay. And then I've got to press down and B and then find the spot I need to go to and then jump. And then and it's like too many moving parts. And there's a double jump in it as well, which is fucking broken. It doesn't fucking work. It just doesn't. <laughs> like I got stuck on a part for like a half hour yesterday, which was just like 
jump on a mushroom that collapses after a certain timer and it's just like and i was just like this double jump is gonna fucking kill me because <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? you'll go okay jump and double jump and let's go no <laughs> it's like no it's like climbing yeah. a building on assassin's creed and then just like oh, oh it's like, okay time just to launch <laughs> <laughs> okay now now go left now go left jumps off the building yeah that's what i said <laughs> yeah. yeah um so i'm playing that i watched june i've watched five episodes of Disney's Modoc, which all right, yeah, it's not bad. Right, uh, I watched the first one and I was like, eh, "It's okay." It's okay. It's if you, if you like Robot Chicken, you'll like Modoc. I think Pat knows yeah. what sells it, but I'm only watching it because like I don't really have much else to watch. Although I just remembered something I've been told I need to watch, so I'm going to watch that this week. Um, I've watched more Columbo because <laughs> Columbo. Because why not? Uh. I'm trying to think what else is there. I've been playing Half-Life Alex in VR. I've got back into a bit of VR because um, I remembered they've released a commentary for the game. So I'm just going through oh, the okay. game, listening to the commentary, which is the Valve commentaries are really good. And just having, like, the game's fun anyway. And I'm just, like, learning some game stuff. But uh, I think that's it. Oh, speaking of VR, that go- that's the other sort of uh, Marvel game, wasn't it? The Iron Man one. Did you ever play that past the demo? No, because it's PlayStation VR and I sold you mine. <laughs> uh, no, you didn't sell me. I bought mine off somebody else. No, I bought you. I bought off me. Oh, I, I did. Because I, I my got friend my... Sarah... <laughs> yeah, no. my friend Sarah offered me that and I turned it down because I was buying yours. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, because I yeah. got my Oculus and I, I sent you mine instead. Um, yeah. Yeah, I haven't played it. Because it's locked to PlayStation because reasons. So it's quite fun. It'd yeah. be better when they get um, the PSVR two on the go and get yeah, rid the of better the controllers. Drift. Yeah, yeah, it'll work quite well, I think. But um, in terms of Marvel game, that's quite fun. It uses the mechanics of the character. That is probably the best suited one. Yeah, true. It's quite I fun. Did, I have tried the. Um, there's a Spider-Man one, and it's just like really low res New York, no cars, and it's yeah. like. Woo, and it's fun to be like, yeah, I'm swinging along, but then you realise you're just stood in the middle of your living room going, woohoo! Pumping <laughs> your ass. Yeah, and like, it, it's Like it, a silent disco. <laughs> yeah, essentially. And it does some good, like, you have to do, you do have to pull yourself to give yourself a bit of speed, but you have to pull yourself off. But mm. yeah, just, I was like, ah, that's, at least, at least it was free. I was like, at least it's free. Yeah, I spent it's five free. minutes of that, and I thought, oh. But um, yeah, playing a bit of VR, and that's I think that's it. I genuinely, I there's probably something else because as soon as I stop, we, we stop recording, I'll text Anne and be like, "Forgot to fucking talk about this." <laughs> but that's fine. Um, Dan, Hi. birthday week, tell us birthday week. Yes, I've been off since like Tuesday now. Oh, yeah, it's been nice. Been nice. I've largely been what do I do? I caught up on two kind of. Gundam movies that were kind of like continuations of two existing ones. So there's like, so Gundam yeah. Wing never had a second series. So they went like, here's a film. And then they did the same with Gundam Zero Zero, even though that had a second series and it ended. They did do like just another movie because it was so popular. And yeah, yeah I watched those. Those were my Saturday morning cartoons for uh, like two of the days because it was just like a couple of two hour movies, which were good, quite fun, very 90s anime. But uh, apart from Zero Zero, it was a bit more modern. But yeah, that was cool. Um, lots of fun, fighty robot stuff. <laughs> um, what well, as I do, I start cracking on Mass Effect Three. Yeah, away it. Still enjoying it. It's all fun. I saw a um, 
sort of video this week. It was just like, we have to get the greatest soldier in the galaxy out to save the world, and they've like superimposed Marston powers in Mass Effect. <laughs> oh, I, I saw that. I didn't see the video, but it came up as recommended on my YouTube last <laughs> night when I was just looking for fashion sketches to show my mate. It's and I was really like, fucking dumb. It's just like yeah. Austin Powers saving the fucking Citadel. <laughs> I'll watch that later then. Oh, man. Yeah. I started playing, uh, I say a new PC game, one that I got on sale fucking probably two years ago. Yeah. And I was like, I want to play a strategy game. And um, at Stellaris, which yes. also got like a console port like last year. Or the yeah. Year before. It's very popular. And Stellaris. Yeah. It was good. I fucked it within like two hours. Like completely, because yeah. I was sort of like expansion. Let's expand. Let's send ships over there. We'll colonize those worlds, and then like that bit's quite fun. Because I'm so used to like you know strategy games being command to conquer yeah. sort of thing. But it's yeah. like, all oh, right, okay. So there are some factions within your government that are sort of kicking off a little bit, and we're holding an election. So who are you going to throw your support behind? And I was there, like, well, what? <laughs> well, hang on a minute. So it's like sort of the micromanagement because it's like it's empire management, yeah, sort of thing. And then, like, for the first, like, hour or two, I didn't encounter any alien species. And I encountered one. And I was like, okay, cool, well, we're mates, and we've got, like, a trade agreement, all this sort of stuff. And then it kind of, like, spiraled into encountering loads of them. And then you zoom up. As soon as you start encountering other species, when you look at the galaxy map, it kind of shows you the territories and stuff. (laughs) And then, like, I thought I was doing quite well, but I had, like, a tiny little splodge, and I was next to, like, in between, like, three massive, like, (laughs) fucking interstellar empires. I was there, like... Oh, shit. Right, gonna dial it back a bit, and I think I'm gonna start again. (laughs) And I'm just gonna focus on my little thing, and then expand steadily because I'd already stretched everything too too thin. Thin as I'm trying to patrol borders with like these massive empires. I was like, "Ah, best just be mates with them, I guess, because I can't do anything to them, and they'll annihilate me. (laughs) So, (laughs) so yeah, it's fun. It's it's it's, I quite like getting back onto strategy game every now and then. So um, I'll definitely be starting that one because I'm gonna restart it after watching YouTube videos (laughs) on. Don't make these mistakes. That's and then do what you want. So yeah, that's what I was like with the. I tried Crusader Kings three for a while because everyone was talking about Crusader Kings three, and it's like, oh, you you're this noble in Europe and you do this thing, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll play this. And I was playing through the tutorial, and I was like, four hundred things get thrown at me. I'm like, I am lost. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And someone <clears throat> and like I was gonna restart it, and like because the best someone said the best way to play that game is like, don't worry about territories or factions or anything just role play your character and what decisions he would make and yeah. whatever whatever happens happens you know what i mean so that's the best way to play that but yeah strategy games man that's like they they can get so heady so quickly yeah but yeah yeah that's they really can cool. i mean like i i was playing starcraft 2 when i first got my gaming pc mm. which i really really liked and then i hit a wall with one mission that i kept trying over and over again as they're like <laughs> I just can't like and my mate Matt was sort of he's a big fan of like Starcraft. He's like, oh no, you've just got to do this, this, and this. And I was like, yeah, I'm trying to do that, but the AI just keeps coming for me and I can't keep them away. <laughs> Everything is dying. Yeah. Like, you know, my usual yeah. strategy with it is sort of like build base, build walls, build turrets, build yeah. overwhelming army with numbers, and then just charge down the map. I'm not very tactical in terms of like, oh, so if I sort of get these 
trying to put some of those tanks over there and yeah. sort of pincer movement. I'm just sort of like, no, big army, move, go, <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> the World War like, One strategy. <laughs> Strength yeah, <in> numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Largely. You're all cannon fodder. Yeah. Was, yeah, well, that was the strategy I used to do on, like, Command the Conquer experience. Conquer, yeah. Back in the day, it was just all like, yes, the person with the most tanks wins. It's like, build, build, tank, build, tank, build, tank. build, 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 build. Yeah, or, like, my favourite thing was sort of like, oh, okay, they've gone tanks. It was like, fucking air power, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just yeah. be, like, sending, like, fucking bombers off. So, yeah, it, it was a bit of a learning curve for that, and I, I just kind of stopped playing it, and now that mission is still sitting there, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to start the whole game again. Yeah, so to relearn. Just to relearn the mechanics, and as I, like... That's dead to me now. I saw that Solaris <laughs> building my galactic empire. Yeah. Like, this noise. And I was like, oh, that planet's starving, is it? Oh, well, you know, we can always lose a couple. Um, <laughs> so, oh, I'm not a benevolent emperor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that, that quite fun to get back into. I might play a little bit later as well. Um, and then, yeah, basically happened. And I got my newest son. As we saw earlier, he's going to show on my Instagram. The show yeah. the listeners my big fucking Titan class arc transformer, who is about just under two foot tall. He's big a big lad. He's a big chunky lad, and he transforms as well, which is cool. Yeah, like... I'm going to put him back into the arc mode later. I think it takes a while. It's a bit fi- uh, fiddly, as you might yeah. expect, because he's massive. But um, I kind of got him because I prefer the spaceship mode, just because it's quite an iconic. Sort of spaceship, yeah. and I love my spaceships. You love, you but love um, I, I transformed him into big boy mode just for humorous photos. <laughs> yes, check out his Instagram. Instagram. It's very funny. Yeah, yeah, for, for my boys, because I've got the other Titan class one. He's like two foot tall and fucking massive, like Metroplex. So, uh, yeah, so when people ask if I've got kids, I just show pictures of these guys because they're too cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, my first, I opened my presents and stuff, and then, like, my birthday morning for the first two hours was just literally me just playing. <laughs> just being like, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, so I got that. Uh, what else did I get? I got um, the 4K version of Transformers the movie. Is the transfer um, good? Have you watched it? I haven't watched it yet. Uh, apparently the transfer is pretty good because um, they did go all out with it. But it comes up with so many shiny things. It comes with, like a really nice art book. It comes to like an old school movie poster. And it comes with sort of like um, the sort of like decorative postcards yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. that have got each international version of the poster on and like stills from the thing so it's really quite nice so what i'm going to do is i'm probably going to frame those in some sort of collage sort of thing thing. yeah yeah but it looks really really nice it's really my mate christian got it for me i used to work with him in um lloyd's back in the day when i was in bpi contract yeah i hadn't seen him for a year and he sort of messaged me months ago when they announced it and said, oh, have you seen this? I was like, yeah, uh, I, I really want it, but I've got yeah. five versions of it already and I've taken a massive pay cut, so, like, you know, I'll probably leave it. And yeah. he was like, oh, right, okay. And then apparently he sort of contacted Nikki and sort of sorted me out. I was like, oh, you're oh, so nice. Yeah, yeah he's cool. a lovely bloke. Lovely, lovely bloke. So, um, yeah, so I got that, which is pretty cool. Um, what other things did I get? I got a Dune T-shirt to wear to Dune. The Dune movie. <laughs> I'm one of those losers, which apparently, like... So my friend Irsty, uh, she gets really annoyed with her husband because he wears Marvel t-shirts to Marvel films. Why? And I'm like, is that taboo? But apparently it's because when you go to a gig, I, I've been going to gigs for years. I didn't realize this was a thing. It's a very yeah. silly thing, but it's a thing. That wearing the t-shirt of the band you're going to see is some sort of weird social taboo at gigs. Okay. I don't know. They're like, oh yeah, because you look like a weird fanboy. Is that like, 
What that's was my thumbnail? Well, yeah. I paid money to get to pay to see him live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course I'm going to wear like my maiden no. t-shirt, my Deftones no. t-shirt. Yeah, and stuff. fuck that. No. Yeah. So I said, like, what the fuck you on about? You're and they're like, oh yeah, you dribble. don't do so that. Fucking dribbling at the fucking bar, you're fine. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, just it's yeah, so, like it's what you like, man. Weird social thing that I, I, I've been going to gigs for like you know fucking 15 years or so yeah I've never dumb. bumped into that that's yeah dumb. that's super it must be a relatively new thing because I I've it might not, not be I mean course. it could just be like the cool kids don't it's like yeah f- I don't want to be cool then like yeah the cool, it's a chance <laughs> you know it's I mean? a chance for you to show like wear a different band t-shirt to get people who are wearing the t-shirt of the band yeah. you're going to see into some other band that you're also it's all about no like, it's just it feels like it's one of those like, oh well, you know, I, like, sure, I'm here, but I don't actually like. I'm here because you know, I'm too. I don't want to show I like this thing, but I'm here, but I do like it. It's that kind of like weird, too good to like it kind of attitude, and I just yeah. think that's dumb. Just be a fucking nerd. Be a fucking be a band nerd. Be a comic nerd. Be a fucking sports nerd. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. Just don't be a prick about it. Yeah, you know it's not I mean? like it's not like a football match and stuff, isn't it? With like, oh, like, no, I'm wearing oh, the fucking. <laughs> your own team no you've got to wear you've got to wear the opponent opponent don't don't wear your own team yeah, shirt to, the, to go see your own yeah, team play it's I, fucking dumb to me. but yeah yeah that, that no. annoyed me but i was like i'm gonna keep doing it <laughs> fuck you yeah, fuck yeah. i like my june t-shirt like, i'm going to wear my june t-shirt like, to the june movie all my t-shirts are nerdy t-shirts and like i said if i went to a marvel movie like i'd wear i try and wear something that like you know I, like I'm a fucking nerd, man. I'm I'm yeah. fucking. I wear Spider-Man I'm... t-shirts and Spider-Man movies. Yeah, <laughs> so like, come at me. To be honest, I'm fucking a well-paid job away from being the guy who cosplays to a theater. I don't give a fuck. Like you know, what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'll fuck it if I had the money to be, and I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'll dress up as fucking Captain America to see Captain America. Oh, fucking right. <laughs> I should have just got like I should have just got like a sleeping bag and like, <laughs> 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 just fucking like, like he's coming, Shia <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just put some cardboard teeth on like the mouth of I it saw... and just like hopped in just... <laughs> yeah. oh man i saw a weird uh, fucking um like sci-fi art piece it must have it was either from some weird version of june or something like that but it was like it was like a big whim but it had a guy's face <laughs> and, he was oh, doing, and he was doing his thing and there was like people worshiping it and it's like that's a weird picture man <laughs> that's uh that's god emperor of dune that's four Oh, there we are. <laughs> yeah. Shit gets weird. They go like, and now 4,000 years in the future, it's like, that's a fucking time skip, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. They oh, do like, the, they say the Great Dune trilogy is up to like Children of Dune, the third one. Um, and like, if you're going to read any, you can stop there and it, it's a good place. But if you want to see how weird it gets and carries on, <laughs> and then they just go 4,000 years later, it's like, fucking hell. And like yeah. one of the characters is still kicking from them somehow. Well, they explain how, and that is big worm hybrid mm, guy, hybrid god man. emperor. Yeah, weird, fucking man. weird. But yeah, um, be interesting to see if they get that far. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I got another volume of uh, Invincible. I'm collecting the um, cool. um, the sort of double trades for that, um, which I love. Um, I got some other little sort of like presency things. Got some booze as usual. Yeah. Uh, did I get any other nerdy shit? I'm trying to think if I did. Chances are I did, but oh, I got a Gundam T-shirt, which I'm very happy about. I don't have a Gundam T-shirt, yeah. and like I love yeah. my Gundam, so I, I was very happy with that. So yeah, that was cool. And then to go we see got to Dune. it, and my yeah, god, that movie is incredible. 
Yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, that's the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> it's particularly serviceable. It was, it, was, it, was good, it was a good time. Like, yeah. I watched it at home, and like, I made sure to get hold of a like really good version of it, because I knew it was going to look good. Um, and I watched it on the big telly, because it was like a movie movie, and I really set myself up for it. And like, I haven't read the books. I I wanted to, but I I was searching around some a couple a second hand shop when I was in Halfway with Holly, and it's like, oh, if it's here, I'll pick it up. But it wasn't. And I was like, oh, I could buy it, but I'm not really sure. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. I won't get. I'm I I know enough. I won't get lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I didn't. To be fair, I didn't get lost. I I knew enough. Like um, from from watching the. Dune 2000, and that's quite in like depth with like more accurate. Yeah, it's pretty like, close to it. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I took more from there than I did David Lynch's version, and I. Understand. <laughs> yeah, um, I've seen both versions of his as well, like the director's cut and the other one. The like the one with the really long prologue, and then the one with the yeah. slightly shorter prologue, and it's like one of them is significantly better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and like I text Dan after what like during it and i was like all else i was like well i said all i'll say a couple of times when i you know because i didn't want to spoil anything and i was like like you i said I was like you're gonna shit yourself when you see this movie <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean and when i finished it i was like i said to him it felt like i just watched the matrix for the first time yeah and it's like i literally came out of that movie and i was like that was incredible like it felt like it felt like a moment didn't it yeah it felt really really very significant and um like the it, like it, and it all just comes together like there's there's not a part of that movie that you can go ah oh, this you know it didn't really fit like the music is hands him as that's the best score he's ever done yeah because there's no blah, yeah and he somehow managed to make bagpipes sound good yeah <laughs> it's which is insane it's, it's the best score he's ever done. Everyone in it, I think, is cast brilliantly. Not so yeah. much in a way that, like, I don't know the characters from the books, but I, everyone came across exactly right. Like, Jason Momoa, you can argue, is a bit like, uh, but he's he's a cocksure fucking f- fighter. You know what I mean? No, so he was, was alright, because my, my mate Will's, like, a huge Dune fan as well, like me, and very into the books. And he was like, I can't believe the cast fucking Jason Momoa is like in Idaho. And I was there like, I can because they need star power to get people yep. to watch this. And he is very big and you, you like him and everything you think, even if you don't particularly like him in, in general, like Will doesn't. He's you know, he's very watchable. But he I mean he was co- he was like a cocksaw pilot fighter guy in this, but He wasn't over the I think top. My, yeah, my mate was very impressed with sort of like he's like, Oh, he played that quite close to the character. It wasn't sort yeah. of like, you know, overly He wasn't, he wasn't Aquaman. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. There were no snarky one-liners or anything like that. There was some fucking badass moments, like when he's just tearing shit up to go steal an ornithopter, and then like he just points his dagger at those guys, and they're like, "Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> have it, fucking escape. Yeah. I don't care." But like, yeah, he 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 played it very very well, um, mm-hmm. and very sort of like low key for Jason Momoa. So I, I didn't bump yeah. into any of the cast. And he looks weird. It's it's nice to see somebody who's that hench. 
have a bit of a chubby face without a beard because that makes me feel yeah, good because really I've got a bit yeah. of a chubby face without a beard and like I, like Dan can see now I've shaved a bit so it's just yeah. like I'm stubbling it up and I'm more like oh baby cheeks <laughs> you know what I mean and Jason Momoa is a bit like there's a couple of shots where he's kind of like I quite like that moment um, Will brought it up what he really liked about that though was that like you see him at the start and he's got like a beard and stuff and yeah. you know it's because he's going to go and sort of approach the Fremen before they arrive at the planet yeah, to try and form alliances scout. and stuff and then when he goes back to the Duke he's like oh I'm the Duke's man again now so he shaves his beard off and tidies himself yeah. up a bit sort of thing it was a nice sort of it was a nice touch that they didn't like directly address yeah sort of thing He's but it made the whole more... thing feel more natural and lived in sort of thing it's like ultimately yeah. you know he's in the duke's army or what happens so. yeah but yeah i am um, before we go further um full spoilers for dune because to be honest there isn't a good way to sum sum up dune without spoilers like yeah. it's it's a movie about a planet that control that has a resource that basically is the lifeblood of the galaxy. So you know, it's yeah. without Lots it, lots of political stuff, yeah. twists and turns, betrayals and whatnot. The 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 famous line is like, "He who controls spice controls the universe," and that's basically Dune, and it's all yeah. the politics and action and stuff around that. And there's white messiah and native stuff going on, but yeah, just watch it. You won't be disappointed. It's a bit heady, but. They do well to keep everything on track. So, full spoilers for Dune going forward from now. Yes. There we I go. loved it. Yeah, I absolutely... I I was blown away. So, I've never been to an IMAX cinema before. Um, so, oh, I was a good, very That's much... a good cherry burster. <laughs> exactly. So, I was there like, right, this will be the one now. <clears throat> so, I've got good seats just like in the middle of the theatre yeah. sort of thing. Um, the comfy sort of like quite premier ones as well. And I was like, oh, the screen is literally like from ceiling to yeah, four times sort the size of, thing, of a standard like screen. Yeah, fucking massive. And it wasn't so much that; it was the fucking sound. Like, it's I so loud. Been in a loud room for ages, and I've been to the cinema since, and it's been sort of like, oh yeah, it's good sound design stuff. No, but that was there, like people have said I've Dune been is costed. loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh right, so just in general. Yeah, Dune. Then no. people are saying like they love the movie, but like they've come out of it kind of going, "That's hurt my. I've got a headache because that movie was super loud." But yeah. I didn't get that across at home because I don't really. I watch I watch movies loud, but not aggressively loud. And like I have two point one rather than five point one, and it's everything still came across really fucking well. Um, the sound yeah. design is probably my favorite part in the movie. I think yeah, it's so good, like the, yeah. the score and everything. And um, the... yeah, it, it it was very kind of visceral, but it was good because it's through, you can see why. Yeah, he is sort of like go and see this in the cinema, like. Yeah. You know, obviously, it's going to get home release, and you can enjoy it at home on your five point one surround sound system stuff, which I inevitably will. You need to watch it on something big. I will say that. I mean, if you've got a decent sized yeah. TV and you turn the lights off and you've got a nice sound 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 surround sound, or it's a nice sound system at least, it's you still get a good experience from it. Like yeah. seeing it in the cinema is preferable, but like when it comes to like four K home movie and you want to see it there, you're not going to be disappointed by it. Just don't oh, watch it. Not. Just don't watch it on your phone. That's all I'll say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> or like, have you seen those memes that are up at the moment? There's like a guy with like a picture of Zendaya Smart on his watch. Apple Watch going like, oh yeah, I'm watching this the way the director intended. And they're like, oh you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um but it 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 felt like a genuine experience. 
like in the Absolutely. cinema, it really did. Like I've been to like so many films. And the closest thing to it was, uh, which is kind of cheap anyway, and it was more for the atmosphere. Was like um, Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah, that's they a combination of things, though. I think that's a combination of things, and it's also like an audience experience. There, isn't it? It's yeah. like everybody's going, "Ooh, ah, ee. Yeah. Whereas this massive film, massive sound, ma- like packed theatre, but it felt like a very personal experience, especially for me being so sort of like into yeah. it with the books. I kept looking at Nikki because she had, knew, knows nothing about it sort of thing. I was like, oh, I need to know how accessible this is sort of thing. So yeah. me and like, well quizzed her afterwards. But um, yeah, just from like... That's, I bet that was fun. Let's go see a two and a half hour dense movie and then immediately have me going, is this accessible? Is this... <laughs> <laughs> But she'd just be like, fuck off, Dan. <laughs> I need to Did think. you like it? Did you understand it? Do you need me to explain anything to you? Do you want me to explain what the Bene Gesserit are? Because it's really like, you know, they don't really tell you in the movie, but it's kind of like a cult. But it's not really a cult. They kind of, it's a, you know. <laughs> it's organization, but they're not really that secret. But yeah. they're doing stuff people don't know about. Oh. Yeah, it's, um, from all from all accounts and from what I've read, like online, it's very accessible in, in that respect. In terms of stuff that they omitted there are a couple of scenes i would have liked in there so there's one scene in the book where like duncan comes back from arakeen like the city that they're in just fucking pissed up just drunk and has like quite a funny conversation with jessica but it also informs a big thing that they didn't address in the film at all which is um i've done the spoiler warning yeah but with a betrayal and it turns out to be dr ua yeah um the Harkonnens had, in the book, manufactured it so that Thufa Hauer, the um, sort of, you know, the porky guy with the umbrella, who was yeah, kind of like yeah, Kevin yeah. Intelligence, the mentor, he would suspect Jessica okay. of being the one of the because they abscond. And so it was a way of the Harkonnens to win him back. And that scene with Duncan being drunk in the book and turning up, he let slip that the rumours going round that she's, Gonna betray, gonna betray the Duke, Duke and nobody yeah. really likes it. So it's quite a big thing. But I mean, it's two and a half hour movie, and that's as streamlined yeah. as you can get it for the first one. They didn't miss that much. There's a big banquet mm. scene that was shot that they never did, and there's uh, that they never showed. Um, yeah. That's quite important in the books. But like, they they got everything in two and a half hours without adding anything new, really. Yeah. So I thing, definitely. You know, I definitely came across like there were certain times where I was like, like you know, because like again my experiences with it are the David Lynch movie in June two thousand, the um sci-fi series mini series, and I was a bit like like I forgot that Duncan Idaho dies off, and I'm just like as soon like when it when they get attacked, I was like oh fuck yeah, like yeah. oh shit, and like but like Gurney Malik is kind of left up in the air, and like he he's still in. He's in the David Lynch movie, and I'm not sure if he's dead or not, or if he's captured yeah, or whatever. He's, he, he's not, no, because he is. He does come back in the David Lynch film after that attack. But in the book, yeah. so the reason that banquet scene is quite important is because so when like Duncan set off to work with the Fremen and like build bridges there, yeah. um, they're also trying to get in with the sort of smugglers uh, that work off the planet, who yeah. sort of like smuggle illegal spy shipments and stuff like that. And Gurney gets in with them, and oh, right. it's them that he runs to after the attack after this right okay yeah so but they haven't introduced the concept of the smugglers really so they'll probably just <laughs> no, they've, like, they've oh, literally yeah. it was a throwaway line there's a throwaway line with like rebecca rebecca Ferguson. Jessica, jessica says to um 
Doctor. You ain't. No, not the fucking the Fremen ecological scientist. Oh, Leah Kynes. Leah Kynes. She says to her, she says to here like you must know of a way to get off the ship. You know the Fremen. They must have smugglers and things like that. This is a throwaway. Uh, right, okay, like yeah. that. We can get us off world and like it's and that's when um, I think it's to him or it's, or it's to uh, I sorry I'm I'm blanking on names but like um the leader of the Fremen. She says it to Stilgar. Stilgar, that's it. And like, like I've got the cast up here, so I know who's in the movie, but they don't have yeah. who they play. But um, like, <clears throat> yeah, it's very, like, very quickly alluded to. But like, uh, Paul stops her. She's like, "No, I need like my." Like, that's when he kind of says his piece has been like, "No, my my road, my path is here." Like, yeah, I'll like uh, we. I need to find my own way, kind of thing. And that's when he starts accepting his like. He's like I liked the again like I think the sound design really sells it of like his his visions feel visceral and like yeah. very you know like the they 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 do a thing where like you obviously they ADR stuff but it's ADR'd smartly where like um when he's having to do the test and like in in the David Lynch version, he's like reciting the like, "I will not fear fear." The less near fear, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's real. But in this version, she, it's it's Jessica who's outside the door freaking out because that her son's gonna die, and she has she made some horrific mistake teaching his son the ways of the fucking Bene Gesserit when he's not supposed to, when she's not supposed to, and she's reciting the poem, and she's the one that's kind of like almost manic about like fear and like not letting it overpower here and things like that and um his like visions that he sees and he doesn't he's he's it's like he's walking down the path but not in the way that this whoever's wherever these visions are coming from are telling him to if you know what i mean yeah like it's all he's making his own way few, it's all possible futures that you see so like mm. you see uh Jamis giving him advice going like oh i'll teach you the ways of the yeah. desert and stuff like that then it seems like that's the guy who he, he has kills. to kill at the end. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, it's a possible future that he has to go through because he's trying to avoid that vision that he has in the tent with the Holy War. Um, yeah. yeah, that's it. With, he, he wants... And, that's an amazing scene of him just fucking going apeshit and just being like, yeah. this is your when fucking like, fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's so sort of like visceral and like really really passionate with the uh when he's like somebody help me somebody please help me because he's <laughs> yeah. sort of like i don't want to become this millions will die in my yeah. name and all this sort of stuff and it's they lent into that like the horror of being able to see the future and try to navigate it knowing that you're gonna sacrifice people along the way this and this to get to yeah. a point it was amazing that was that was really really that cool scene was, um, that's probably one of my favorite scenes in the film of just like him in the tent and the visions are coming in and he's seeing like his and he says like fucking tens of thousands of soldiers re- reeking across the galaxy in my name and it's just like and he's just losing it and he's just like blaming his mother because like it's her fault that she bore a son and he sh- yeah. shouldn't have fucking had a son she was supposed to have a daughter and he just immediately comes to and is like i'm sorry like and he's list- like you can definitely feel oscar isaac's words of his father like duke leto in his ear as well as like his mother and whatever the fuck is telling him 
these visions you know what i mean like of like yeah the weird voiceover in some of the visions i was a bit like i don't know where that's coming from i, I don't know either is it is it like a voice that. in his head or is it just like some, i don't know something from the ether you know it's hard to pin down because you don't see that voice manifested in anyone else in the movie it's no. all it's all in his head like and it does feel like it's very it's pushy you know what i mean it's pushy it's like death you like death is the answer like death is the fucking key to like your rebirth and shit like that and it's like somebody has to die at some point and he's just yeah it's like really fucking strong everyone in this movie is like at their best i think it's gonna be interesting to see what sort of oscar nod it gets because it's got like if it doesn't get best costumes then there's a riot because like yeah and if it's not at least nominated for cinematography, because that yeah. was just absolutely spell The scope of it was... Yeah. And, and you think, like, oh, yeah, it's just sand, isn't it? But no. <laughs> it's like, the way like... it's shot is to say, like, it's just... It feels open and big and, like, yeah. massive. Um... A touch of agoraphobia seeing it in IMAX. So it's sort of like, <laughs> oh. Yeah. There's a shot I, that will... That I, the sticks to my head that it looks so good and it's them kind of like flying over the desert or like it's an overshot of the desert from like bird's yeah. eye view and it's all the sand dunes kind of like in this almost organic mosaic kind of like art deco kind of fucking thing it just looks incredible and just there's not a shot in that movie where you can't where you can't just stop and go fuck that looks good you know what yeah I mean? it's, everything's meticulously planned out from the small set pieces to the huge vistas yeah, it's it's insane how good yeah. this movie is. I genuinely they've, is. They've done it in a way as well where because the book is very exposition heavy because it can mm. afford to do that because it's a book and the Lynch one was as well because they were like okay internal oh, yeah. monologues because we have to explain everything. They did this very light on the exposition where I think to an extent it kind of sacrificed some of the important stuff. So yeah. Um, they didn't really go much into the complexities of Lito and Jessica's relationship. Yeah, because like it's very like he when it's he's the, on his deathbed, he's like, or when he's going to bed, he's like, I should have married you. And it's like somebody says something about her being his like concubine, and it's like they're yeah, not which, married. It's like a weird. Yeah. It's, so they've got a the whole Benedict thing is preserving bloodlines and trying to get to like an end point of this ultimate being sort of thing. Yeah. And she was ordered to bear only daughter to the Atreides, but she bore a son because she loved him so much. And she yeah. wasn't meant to really love him. She was just meant, meant to, be a to keep the bloodline yeah. going. Uh, and he was meant to stay single essentially so that he can be married off to another one of the great houses to seal yeah. any kind of fracas or consolidate power and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, they explained the Emperor's plot a lot better in this, um, for, which they didn't really in the Lynch movie, and it's like, you know, yeah. why, why like, they oh, why the letters... in the first place. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, they, they did that very well. Um, but, yeah, these are the things that Mickey was asking afterwards, like, some stuff to do with the Bene Gesserit. Um, like, it you makes know, sense, they're... because they're very... They just kind of appear, and it's like, oh, these guys are important, and you don't know why. Yeah. And they went straight into it with them being sort of like having capabilities because like one of the first scenes is literally just then like practicing the voice over the breakfast table. It's like we need to establish this now, and that in IMAX was Jesus Christ! Like the bass yeah, was reverberating through my skull. It's like I might get a glass it's like of water. That. It was like that at home. <laughs> it was like, like oh, 
I was sat here and when when um uh when he walks in to do the test and he she's like she sends Jessica out and he's like, Don't talk to my mother like like that and she immediately yeah. goes, Neil and it's like fucking hell. It's just like boom it's like this assault of because the way that you can you can hear the way it's done is like it's bass heavy it's three it's like four three or four layers of different octaves of the same thing and it just like comes out everywhere at a and it hits you like a fucking brick the voice it really gets sells across and then that's like a lot of the adr and stuff like here like i said earlier here chant of the fear thing that's all adr and you can hear like you can see you can hear her say it and then you can hear like the bass boosted undertone of it underneath and you can hear mm. like a, a an octave like higher slightly sped up in there as well so it makes everything feel off you know what yeah. i mean unnatural yeah. and and like yeah really fucking cool i'll tell you what, another cool sound design which like every time it happened i was like it just it, it clicked something in me and i went oh like I was like, that sounds cool. Ooh. When the Baron, every time his spines things click on, where you hear that kind of like that, like like, and it's oh, like yeah. a th- it's like a really thick click. It's a click, but it's like really fucking bass heavy, and you can hear it kind of go, and it's like every time it happened, I went, oh, that fucking that feels good. Like that noise <laughs> feels good. I don't know what it is. It just like, yeah, really fucking really sits with me. Like, and that's yeah, oh, it's such a fucking great scene. He it's brilliant. Awesome, Skarsgård. Yeah. yeah, he was absolutely fantastic. He was like menacing and disgusting in equal measure. <laughs> so the yeah. first scene where you see him and he's just like, like pretty much naked in the sh- in this weird and... bath. Yeah, yeah, oh. it was weird. It was um, I mean, some stuff. I think David Dismarchino's Python was very good, mm. but felt a little bit wasted because that's exactly what happens in the yeah. book. There is a bit more of it where, and they cover it with, like, Brad Dariff covers it in um, the Lynch one mm. of, like, when they capture Paul and Jessica. He's like, oh, but you promised the woman to me because he was, like, wanted to have his nefarious his ways way. with her and stuff yeah. like that. That was a bit more of a thing to make you just shudder feel a little creepy. bit more and just feel yeah. generally unsettled by it. But he did that very well anyway. They added a bit with him going to Salusa Secundus to see the side of the car, which mm. was fucking weird with that throat singer. Again, in IMAX, that was... Odd. Yeah, Just again, going, like, there's a lot. It, again, it's 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 the bass heaviness of it. It's like, and like to be fair to Hans Zimmer, after all these years of him going, he knows how to do bass. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Um, and like, there's such there's like again like throw there's a lot of throwaway stuff in the movie that like it's just it's shown but is never talked about. Like the Sardaukar, their process of like getting ready for battle where like they sacrifice fucking like five people at these weird altars and they all yeah. get marked and it's like you just it's just seen and like it's, it's just, just like, a, oh yeah. shit that's weird <laughs> you know it's like I mean? we're gonna lean into the heavy weirdness of it without mm. really having to explain it because i mean ultimately yeah. as well it's like 10 well eight thousand years in the future from now which is a big yeah. fucking gap it's further than most <laughs> sci-fi goes you yeah. know what i mean like star trek's a few hundred years and stuff this is like you don't know how fucking weird shit's going to be yeah, that far. Exactly. We can't, ten, like, ten, limitless ten imagination. 10,191. 10, 10, yeah. So it's, it is very, very cool. Very sort of, like, weird visceral experiences with it. But with the, um, the thing that was, I only bumped into a little bit, was with the Sardaukar, like the yeah. Imperial Death Troopers, when it's like, oh, we need, like, three battalions. Mm. Now, the whole point of it is that they are just, 
meant to be in Harkonnen uniforms so that people don't know that the emperor was involved with betraying House Atreides. Yeah. Um, And this is just put on front. They were just... Yeah. Yeah, they just turned up in their Sardaukai uniform. It's like, uh, okay, I mean... Yeah, and like, again, it's like... They turn up in the uniforms and it just feels like something that's like... I mean, I understand why it's been done. It gives you a clear distinction of like characters and villains and things like that. And it adds oh, yeah. and adds a bit of like plot points to like, again, at the, towards the end where Jessica's trying to get off Will to try and maybe regain some control. And they're just like, they sent, the Emperor sent you here to fucking die. Don't you understand that? Like they want nothing yeah. to do with House Atreides. You were meant to burn. Like that's the end of it. There is no place for you to go back to. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, like, um, yeah. Yeah. So I mean they they handled that all sort of like very, very well, I thought. Like all the political machinations were quite clear and mm-hmm. sort of like easy to understand. Um they sort of streamlined a lot of it. Um I mean there is meant to be an accompanying film, uh sorry, T V series called The Ben Jesuit. Yeah, which explains um, the whole Which is in production and that does the whole thing then, but I'm not sure what's going on with it because the head writer the showrunner was pulled from that to go and work on part two. Right, so to okay. get the script locked down for that, because um, they know that if they get the green light, they're basically going to have to try and launch straight into production if it's all possible, yeah. you know? I mean, Timothy Chalamet is off filming bloody Willy Wonka at the moment, and... I don't like, think that's going That, like... The like, filming for that will be done in, like, a month. Like, yeah. It, they'll be shot with that, I think. But, um... Yeah, it's, in yeah, terms it's of... Hard to, uh, it's hard to Google because it's like, Dune TV series? And it's like, uh, you mean Dune 2000? It's like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. So, I mean, that'll sort of like expand like the lore and stuff uh, quite a bit, I imagine. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else where I kind of had to fill anything in. And I didn't think it was. It was just the sort of the more complex side of Jessica and Leto's relationship because they didn't have that much screen time together not really if you think no, about it's it a lot, it's a lot of it's a lot of um jess and paul and then yeah. him with his commanders and you don't really see apart from that like uh, one or two scenes they don't yeah. really yeah, you don't really get to see like the love between them but maybe that's were. that's because i think it's because they really i think it's just a uh sacrifice of them getting into the the meat of the film i think of just like yeah well we've got oh, to, yeah we've got to explain why uh leto has to get to arrakis and we have to you know he's he's essentially he's you know he's there for a reason he's not going to be sat in his fucking on his throne fucking doing thing and he's trying he's trying to do right by the people too so like he's seeing the overseeing everything he's overseeing the fucking sabotage that like the harkonnens have left them with like shit gear you know he's trying to be do right by the fremen because like he doesn't want to be like the rest, like the, especially the Harkonnens who just come in and it's like, no, this is our planet, whether you like it or fucking not. You know what I mean? He's trying to be right, and again, he's like you said in the book, they're not, they're not a couple. You know what I no. mean? That's no. the thing. Like they're not, like you said, he's supposed to be. He could be married off to somebody else at any point. So it's just a weird kind of. But then I think maybe it's one of those films where I hope that the home release gets. An extended cut because i'm not sure if it will because mm. denny is very much like One the director's them. cut is what's on the screen i'm the director this is what i put out so i mean i mean and from the sounds of it you know 
Warner Brothers gave him free license just to be like, that's true. You do you. Yeah. Sort of thing. It's like, we can't interfere on this because it's already complicated enough. You think you can <laughs> yeah. make this successful. You know, we're not going to say like, oh, can you throw in an action scene here or a bit of a sex scene yeah. here? It's very much like, no, you yeah, this just, is... just go do it. It's, yeah, it's too it's... risky. It's... It definitely, I, f- I wouldn't be surprised if this was his best film, like, going forward, like, oh, for, a, for a long time. Like, sequels are hard to do anyway, but, like, I, I do genuinely feel like he's worked through a lot of stuff to get to Dune, and Dune is, like, his magnum opus. Um, Hopefully yeah. it's, it, like, like I say, ideally, they sh- could they should have shot all three at the same time, like they do with Lord of the Rings, but that is... A lot of money and a big gamble on Warner Brothers. You know they're yeah. not made of money. They and they can only shoot in the mornings and the evenings in the desert. Yeah, so it's hard sort of thing. going, man. Very hard production. I liked. Um... Well, like... Sorry, yeah, you go on. I'll talk about stuff. No, I was just saying, <laughs> but like um, a lot of sort of practical effects and stuff. You know, you don't really yeah. bump into any CGI or anything like that. Yeah, and like, even tell... the shields. Like, the shields are so fucking good. They did them really well. Like the fact that they go red when they've been like penetrated at sort of like that slow yeah. speed was quite a cool little visual cue. The only downside to that is like so the junior thing the author did back in the sixties was they're like, Okay, well, I want this to feel like um a sort of medieval kind of sort of great house type fell like Game of Thrones is. Yeah. But like in the far future. I mean Game of Thrones lifted loads from this. Um <laughs> So, like, I don't want everything to be over with a gunfight. So he brought in the concept of the shields, which yeah. means all of the combat is melee, and it is all the better for it. Like, just yeah. seeing, like, these fucking guys just charging at each other, and then when they get into it, the shield flash and stuff like that, which is cool, but at the same time, you're a bit, like, it's kind of obscuring a lot of the combat and stuff, like, all the cool yeah. moves you could be seeing because they're bouncing off the shields, but it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I get you. It's, yeah, really, really good. Them, like I, I think technology we've got to a point now where like it looks like they really tried <laughs> in nine eight four. They yeah. really tried for it, and God bless them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just looked like a giant like shit almost, oh, just like, like a fucking polygon on top. Yeah, yeah, it's horrendous. No, I'm. I was gonna watch it again today, but like I've had a fucking I've had a hard week this week and I'm just like my brain isn't like one viewing of that at the moment is kind of like enough to kind of I need to chew on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh god, yeah, no, yeah. It's I said especially with me in the in the cinema with the sensory overload aspect of it, I was like if they'd have done like was my was like I could have sat through another three hours for that and just have them do the whole thing. Yeah. I'd say like I could have but I, I don't think I'd been very happy at the end of it. I think like yeah. my body would just because like we went for the meal after the film. Like I didn't really talk much at the start of the meal because I was still kind of just in Lift, yeah. shock and awe. Just so like <laughs> this barrage. Cool. Yeah, that's a lot to digest. Um, but again, but like, like like you said, it's it, people are saying that like the mix of it is is louder than other films. But then maybe that's just because people haven't been to the cinema in a while. And like, that is. I don't go to the cinema often, and every time I go, I'm like, "Fuck yeah, this is loud." <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's it, it, it's a big, it, it's a big sounding film. So like, yeah. you know, you go it. see Marvel movies and whatnot, and it's all varies all by the numbers. Nothing really stands out in sound design in Marvel no. films. You know, they're, they're not they're not known for that. It's all very visual, and it's all like just, yeah. you know heroics and action. Um, with the exception of sort of like you know, Guardians. 
when the soundtrack that's, is a big that's thing. licensed music that's the reason why that stands out it's because it's licensed yeah. music if it was exactly. an original score it wouldn't have been as big of a hit you know what i mean and there's this sort of like you know sort of four six note sort of avengers hook that you hear now and then mm. sort of thing but like because <clears throat> the sound is so big and important in this they just pour so much sort of effort into yeah. it that's why it feels so overwhelming i think it is just <clears throat> you're just being assaulted it's used it's used very very like perfectly i would say it's just like like i said at the beginning of we were talking about this like everything in this movie comes together and it nothing is wasted nothing is nothing you can't look at this movie and go ah you know they could have done a bit more with this because like the sets are incredible if if it's more like i wouldn't be surprised if it was a lot of model work was used because it looks just so good cinematography is fantastic the fucking the visual distinction between what's um what's the atreides planet called it's um caladan caladan that's it fucking hell that was that was in there somewhere like caladan is very is very very different planet to arrakis just like um, and Gidi Prime, like the Harkonnens one. Yeah, it's it's all that you can tell the difference between each house and the way they run things and the way, like Gidi Prime is super hyper industrial and it's just yeah. like they're and when they're on Arrakis, Arrakis is like a war zone because it's just smoke and fire and things like that. And you know, Caladan is natural. There's nature. They they the grandfather used to fight bulls for sport. You know, they're, they're big on living you know trying to be decent at least as yeah. decent as you can be when you're a duke who owns a planet <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah you know you can um, the people the performances again everyone in this movie is brilliant oscar isaacs is leto it's fantastic nikki didn't even realize that was oscar isaacs for the most part because that it's just hidden behind a beard yeah, yeah it's like that's literally half his face gone um josh brolin's josh brolin is fucking instantly as soon as he gets into the um the initial scene with him and paul and it's like don't fucking train with you back to the door how many times have i told him it's like i recognize your footsteps and then just immediately they're just at odds with each other because like just give yeah. me a break and he throws that fucking knife at him yeah it's like you don't get fucking breaks all right we're going to fucking arrakis get your fucking <laughs> yeah. shit together you know it's like jason momoa is great zendaya is fantastic fucking um, I remembered his name and now I've forgotten it. It's uh, Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem, that's it. As a skill, still got the still guy was done really well, just like really fucking yeah. blunt and like I the, listened, there, the meeting with with, with yeah with Duke Lair, when he has his spiel and he just like spits at the table and then and like Goonie's like huh <laughs> Duncan I know has to be like uh. We we are honoured by your gift of water, and uh, we present you yeah. with ours. And just like, and just like, looks, look, kind of looks at letter and is like, <laughs> <laughs> that side eye of like, look, I just go with it. All right, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just all, it's all really well done. Everything, it's a, it's, it is a true moment in cinema. Like when you hear people talk about the difference, like you know, they say like. Since this there's movies and then there's films you know what i mean people say that this is definitely a film yeah i mean i love marvel and i love i think they get shit on for no reason because they have a place but they're you know they, they they make the money and they do the things and they do things that the things i want out of those movies but i don't go to the avengers 
looking for Dune, and I wouldn't no. look to Dune for the Avengers. You know, I mean, this is this is a movie goer's movie, and I hope to God it it makes enough to just at least play out because I want more of it. I want I want a yeah. lot more of it. If they make this a the, franchise, uh, I would be very happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Even if they just do like the, the trilogy, because like that'd be fantastic. Like Dune Messiah is very. It, it's I'm I'm just finishing um because I'm rereading the whole series yeah again and getting to points where I didn't before as well but like the Dune Messiah like the second book it's very deconstructive of the problems the white, yeah the white of, saviour of, kind of so thing. if you bump into the white saviour thing watching this they're aware of it it's kind of the point yeah because it's all about the hubris of that in Dune Messiah. And yeah. like you know how that can come back and sort of like bite you in the ass and stuff. It's really, really, really interesting. So because yeah. I mean, Denis was sort of like, if we can get to Dune Messiah, I'll be happy because he really loves that book. Uh, it's yeah. not as sort of like action heavy as Dune is, and Dune is sort of like it's got big set pieces like the betrayal and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, and even the sequel because cool like, the sequel is going to introduce things like San, uh, William Riders and things. I'm like so that glad and... you saw a little glimpse of that. Yeah, uh, sort of like because they were they played the worm very close to the chest. It's like you usually just see the more when it's a swallowing something um, and you see it sort of like cresting here and there, but they didn't like, even with his visions of the future, those big sort of sand explosions behind it's obviously where they've gotten worms to come up and like, yeah. start wrecking. Shit. It wasn't like, it wasn't just like a big fucking of, whim. Yeah. Yeah. You just saw like the shape of the sand exploding in a kind of like way that it looked as if worms behind it. Mm. And um, they look good as well. A big reveal. I wish they didn't have that in the trailer actually. Yeah. Cause the full reveal of the worm, it's and even then, it's epic. just it's like head. It's like oh, I wish I hadn't seen that, and it all just yeah. built up to it. I think sort of thing. Like the effects on that creature as well look great. Like because it's when you like you say you think of a worm, you think of a really weird like r- ribbed kind of like slinky kind of thing, which is kind of what the Lynch version is. It's like very like yeah. worm looking, and these you can tell that they're whims but they're whims designed for fucking burrowing and they've got scales and they're like sharp and pointy and like it's it's it isn't just a big maw it's like a maw filled with like millions of teeth that are obviously designed to filter shit through it yeah you know what i mean it it all it, it's very very well designed and like looks like a giant anus you know but what do you expect yeah. like there's <laughs> <laughs> this uh, there's this tweet i saw earlier which was like um this woman posted oh we were sat next to somebody who was trying to clearly bootleg it and like, f- like film it on his phone and she's like i really want to see what he got though because the suit whenever the worm turned up and you saw the more like <laughs> boyfriend who was sat next to him went the forbidden butthole <laughs> <laughs> so whenever he, whoever's watching that pirated version forbidden butthole no it's very 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 strong movie i encourage everyone to go see it any way you can like go see it in the movie don't watch it on your phone go see it in the movie go see it in the cinema if you can and it's safe and you feel safe to do so yeah. but like if you have sky it'll be on sky because that's what that's what hbo max sell to in the uk it sells they sell to a sky box office it's probably yeah. not there and um, then if you can if you have the means to watch it on you know lights out biggest yeah. tv you've got and it's... like if you haven't got a decent sound system i'd recommend putting some headphones in yeah as well um... just to make the most of that sound design it's a movie movie like when i went like if you've got this far and you listen to us ramble about it like seriously i can't stress this enough it's like it's not something you watch 
doing something else. Yeah, you can't you, be looking at your phone or it's gaming a movie or anything. Be, yeah, it's a movie to be seen. And uh, yeah, so fucking... Timothy Charlemagne, that's the first thing I've actually seen him in. And yeah, yeah. He, he blew me away. He is so good. So, he so good. really good in it. Very convincing of just this like... Neat, like he's desperate for like approval, but heavy. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah, heavy as the head that wears the crown kind of thing. You know what I mean? He's struggling to find his way. Yeah, very, very, very good performances. Everyone in it, like just everyone, right down to the fucking extras. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? well, like, like Shadow makes the um sort of the handmaid, yeah. um, that she picks and stuff. It's sort of like minor-ish the, character, the but it's fucking... very important when. When she recognizes the knife and she just goes, ah! Oh, yeah, like, she starts doing this like religious wail. And it's like, fuck, man. Like, I was like, what is going yeah. on? And, that was yeah. hard to watch in the cinema. It's like, oh, that's shrill. Yeah. It was um, one thing they did kind of, I mean, my mate were talking about this. It's like, I'm not sure how they're going to get around it with one of the audiences, but like, with this vision and stuff. The word jihad is thrown around a lot in the book because of oh, being yeah. holy war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. obviously, it's taken on like horrible kind of things now post 9 11 and that and like all the terrorist bombings people shouting jihad before they die and stuff so it was uh, like we were sort of like how are they going to navigate that and then just literally just went just holy war holy war it's like there's a holy war in my name rather than like you know it's a jihad that goes across the galaxy yeah um oh one of the he wouldn't really use that term as well because if it's if if that was going to come across from anywhere it'd come across from the fremen you know what i mean because that's very much like a that kind of their terminology like with the yeah. Ma- the Mahdi and the Shaihalud and that kind of stuff. One of the sort of important things I don't think they explained very well was the concept of a mentat. So um, yeah, yeah it was very... Marchin's character, Piter and um, Thufa, their whole thing is that like 10,000 or thousands of years ago, there was a big machine uprising and now thinking machines are banned. And that's so integral to the yeah. lore of Dune that, people are human computers that's why dr ua was kind of examining paul and he didn't have any instrumentation he was just sort touching. of like yeah yeah so like you know human efficiency is at its absolute peak in terms of being able to process and interpret information okay and like when their eyes roll back in their head you know they're yeah, doing computations and computations. stuff you know so they didn't really it explain felt that i will say that yeah but it, it felt like <clears throat> when they came out when he came out with like the numbers i was like oh he's got com-. like it's you can like, you can fill in the gaps. Be, yeah, you can fill in and go. Oh, he's super smart computer guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. The doctor was a bit but different, but you know they didn't explain why they didn't have yeah computing power or anything, which was but a bit you sort can't, of like. Like I said, you can't explain everything. I think that's the... yeah. There's so much you've got to put in there. No. Anyway, that's almost two hours. <laughs> yeah. Um. Get another half, and we'll go for the full length of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we fucking Zack Snyder cut all over again. Fuck, um, that'd be a that'd be a tough commentary <laughs> one today, would? <laughs> oh fuck it, we wouldn't talk over it. We'd just be sat there going, "It's fucking great." <laughs> it's so pretty, it's so good. But, yeah. but that's been the show this week. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Um, wherever you share or tell people about, uh, it's fine if you don't. You know, it's just really it's a podcast for us. Really, that's that's why we do it. Um, do that. Follow us at socials. I mention all the time. Uh, Instagram is at the underscore Banff underscore report. I'm very quiet on their moment because I'm kind of having a rough time mentally. So processing stuff so on social media, just I don't like it. It's That's a lot. I've it. got a lot going on. Yeah. Um, 
Twitter is the same at, at the Banff Report, so it's not the same. <laughs> Again, a bit quiet, <laughs> but you know, it's it's social media. Like if you listen, you come here, you know where to find us. Um, go follow Dan's Instagram at Deftones underscore Dan to get funny, humorous Instagram images. <laughs> uh, I'm at Pillow Pants Pillow P twenty five. I've recently put a story up. Because that's the other big new I, event that happened this week. My backpack that I've had since two thousand three finally died, and I uh, I gave I had and like a nine pick a nine fucking clip story of just me talking about all the shit that's on that bag because it's just got loads of like scribblings and writing and stuff I did when I was in college, mostly Metallica iconography because I'm a nerd for Metallica shit about like. But don't I've... wear their t-shirts to their gigs, whatever you do. <laughs> yeah. I um like at one point one of the straps, little ancillary straps broke, which was because it's a skateboard carrier, it carries like a skateboard and stuff, so it's got a folding strap thing on it. One of them broke off and I fixed it with a Juicen's name badge. And that name <laughs> that name badge has been in that bag longer than I worked for Juicens. <laughs> so you know, shit like that. More it was all held together by like shoelaces and fucking zip ties. But yeah, the strap broke on my ride home from work one day and almost took me off the fucking bike. So because I had a bag full of shopping and it just kind of went snap, and I was like, "Whoa, fuck!" <laughs> I was under a car. But yeah, that's in the bin, and I've moved. I'm trying to, you know, I have attachment issues, so throwing stuff away is a bit difficult. So yeah, yeah, that's on my Instagram. It's pretty funny. There's music. There's you'll laugh, you'll cry, it'll change your life. Um, it's a whole experience. But yeah, that's June been... was good. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, take you on an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> so yeah, that's been the show. Thanks for listening. Take care of everyone and your families and friends and talk to people, talk about your shit, because that's important. He says, ending a podcast with like, being miserable and I'm not talking about it. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> um we'll see you next week. Hopefully Drew will be back with us. We haven't really mentioned him this week because he's busy and I wanted to get Dan on because it was June and like June. I know Drew's gonna be like, Yeah, it's alright. so yeah so thank you and goodbye we'll see you next time goodbye go watch Doom bye go watch Doom go watch Doom bye go watch Doom I need part two